What's up? What's up? It's that time of the week again. It's Saturday, the 22nd. This is episode 42. I don't know why I've taken on this voice. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Night Hoot, and with me, as always, Geo is... Tesler. What's good? <laughs> Apparently, I've affected some sort of accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't Got know something caught in your throat? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, this is what happens when there aren't new games to play. I go insane. <laughs> Um, it feels like it's been a while. I don't know. Why. Don't say there's a ton of games because there's not. It's yeah. not a ton of. Games. There's a ton of backlog games, but we're never going to acknowledge that. There's a ton of that. remakes. There's a ton of that too. ports. That too. Stuff. But yeah. So question of the day, guys. Um, uh, I shouldn't say question of the day. That might be copyrighted by another YouTuber that I watch a lot. Um, really? Question of the pod. <laughs> they say it all the time. Like they probably just like own it now. Um, it's possible. Question of the pod. What do you guys do when uh, your your influx of media comes to a trickling halt and you're bored? Um, I don't use the word bored to be honest, though, because uh, I don't believe in boredom when there's so your much. hobbies. Well, yeah, when you're constantly <laughs> surrounded by your hobbies on the internet. I just go back to my comfort of like food games or or like even shows sometimes um yeah because i'm like i I find myself watching like the same series over um like mostly like youtube series though because like older ones are like uh, like older ones that you've already watched yeah just because it's like i might notice something i didn't notice before that's true and that's mildly entertaining yeah because like you never know the first time you watch it you might like you might be looking down at your phone or like something might distract you real quick you might miss something and you go back and watch it a second time, you'd be like, I don't even remember that. Like, Yeah, because you'd be like, I was second screening and <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Exactly, which is so hard not to do um, when, I have, when I'm constantly surrounded by all these screens. I've, I've, I've caught myself with three screens, and I'm like, what are you doing? You don't even have <laughs> three eyeballs. Like, what are you doing to yourself? I do this thing, and one of my friends made fun of me for it, but I think I was, I was playing Monster Hunter, and I had, I think I had three screens, like you said. I had my laptop open to like search up information, or no, I had my <laughs> laptop open with a YouTube video playing, and then I had my uh-huh. phone in my hand, like searching up information. <laughs> but I had like my other hand still on the controller. I was like, because you know, I'm Monster Hunter, you gotta find the monster first. Yeah. So I like to just walk, like I just kind of walk and don't look at the screen. I just kind of <laughs> glance up every second to make sure I'm not like getting attacked, and that I'm still like on the right course. Oh, and wow. then I'll be like either texting or like watching something while I'm doing that until I actually find the monster. Then I put both hands on the controller. Like, um, I found myself watching. Um, I watch a lot of film reviews on mm-hmm. YouTube. So I'll, I'll have like Red Letter Media is film review. Though I'll have them on in the TV and then I'll be watching like informational videos on my ipad on youtube (laughs) and then if i see something that interests me in either one i'll look it up on my phone and i'm like this is too much (laughs) literally can't watch both of these at the same time but tell me if you do this too so i have found myself actually like picking out games almost based on their ability like for me to also be able to like listen to a podcast or watch something (laughs) while i'm playing it um i would say uh it's like kind of the reverse for me where i'm picking out um i'm picking out shows that i know i can watch passively while i play something got you i see what you're saying (laughs) if that makes sense yeah yeah i don't know why why do we feel the need to just constantly be 
have like have things going into our eyes and brains because <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much information like i mean there's a point in time where you could probably know w- almost all of the available knowledge but like now that's like impossible is it so, fomo and- is that is that what they call fomo I, I don't i don't like that term like, like that for term. me personally i don't yeah. really care about missing out on certain things but mm-hmm. yeah it's like for me it's like i like to see a bunch of different people's perspective on yeah, the same thing i agree so uh that's a little bit of what it is for me true true i can agree with that for sure but yeah uh, so yeah throw that out to you know tweeted us about this yeah. and or or guys but bo- uh i was supposed to say boner idea <laughs> Uh, banner idea oh my gosh <laughs> you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and uh you can find us on the twitter wait did you mean better idea no no oh, okay. no banner a banner idea a What's great idea it's like a it's like an idea that's so great you want to put it on a banner oh okay i got you <laughs> I, I mean, like, i don't know I like, somebody's wait, gonna come at me, my neck next week and be like that's not what that means <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's what it means to me <laughs> uh but yeah email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com or find us on the twitter verse at uh at sr clash underscore pod hey i did it nailed it i did it <laughs> <laughs> okay what'd you do this week um so as i kind of hinted to like uh at the top of the show um, since it's this kind of lull right now, not a lot of new games. I kind of I have like my comfort games that I I know I can always go back to and still you know accomplish something. Um, so I've been I, I I have a couple of those that I've been playing Smash Ultimate, obviously. Um, I always go back to this one in between. Um, I have a goal right now, um, and they just upgraded our internet, so it it this is another reason why I wanted to play it because Nintendo servers and Smash is horrible. Like, so you have to have kind of really good internet and be wired Mm -hmm. to 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 for it to be playable so um (laughs) (laughs) it's nintendo is is so bad with with switch yes oh my gosh okay okay um and you need an adapter to hardwire it by the way because for whatever reason they put two usbs on the console in the back instead of a usb and an ethernet port but the second usb is only for the ethernet adapter pretty much like because there's nothing oh, else okay. you can really usb to the back of the console <laughs> i was wondering why it had like three usb ports i'm like what because do they expect me to plug into this thing? buy an adapter that they could have just put the port straight no on i console. just i just plug sparkly lights into my <laughs> <laughs> no <Nah>, really <laughs> well yeah because uh i got you one too remember the, oh, the uh, case yeah 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 the glowing dock for some reason Zelda i dock. just imagined like just literally usb christmas lights just on the back of that <laughs> don't drum. don't put that past me um, um go ahead oh uh, but uh i have this goal where i play online and they have um i play one-on-ones obviously and they have this thing called elite smash and this this ranking system called gsp and it ba- it's basically really simple like you win a game it goes the number goes up you lose a game the number goes down a little bit less than okay. it would go up if you win um, so the more you win, the higher this number climbs. And once you get into a certain percentile of players that play the game, like the top 10% or something, you get into this thing called Elite Smash with just that character, though. So it's individual based on characters. Uh, um, so I'm trying to work my way. Exactly. I'm trying to work my <laughs> way through. And it raises, too, the, the 
because more players are constantly like starting to play the game like the number like gradually rises so it actually gets harder and harder to reach it the longer like the more time passes Mm -hmm. um but like i started with joker he is my main joker from persona not batman joker if anybody (laughs) was confused (laughs) about that um I started with Joker, got him to Elite Smash for the first time. It was a long time coming. I've been trying to do this for like since the game launch. Um, so I finally got him in. And next um, is my second character. I'm going for Banjo and Kazooie. Um, the The score is actually like, I think it's like, it's like 6,300,000. Um, and you get maybe like 200,000 a win. Um, and I'm at like 5,300,000. 300 with banjo so a little ways to go um but it's a fun climb and then i'll move on to probably like crom or one of my other characters next um so that's been fun to chase yeah crom um (laughs) one of the thousands of fire emblem characters in the game um i'm curious would you ever play that um uh tokyo mirage sessions that so is that a dance a rhythm game or an rpg like just a it's, regular RPG. It reminded me of Persona, but with Fire Emblem characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem characters are like your stand. I would play a demo. I don't know if I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> just curious, because I just of, don't uh, know what's going on in it. Like I, I seen trailers. I feel like, but it was like weird. Yeah, like, it has something it really to do flashy, with being like, a uh, pop idol. Yeah, I thought it was music it's weird. related. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't that joint's super japanese but um i would give it a try i just don't want to pay 60 dollars or whatever for it gotcha um, and be let down uh but yeah that's that's pretty much what i've been up to in smash and then my other comfort game uh pokemon and both of these games are ones like i said i can play while i'm like watching something or listening to a I podcast like, i like how your comfort games are both involve battling <laughs> oh yeah for sure um smash is a little more like intense like you kind of like your 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 hands stiffen up and you're you start sweating a little bit when you're playing online but um pokemon's <laughs> a lot more laid back you know because it's turn-based and you just you know, I yeah, kick your the feet monsters up. are doing all the fighting yeah exactly are <laughs> <laughs> our, our pokemon slaves you get to kick back put your feet up and let your pets fight to the death fight to the death um but no, I've, been, I've just been um, with a Pokemon Home coming out. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. I just um, I've been transferring over my Pokemon from Ultra Sun and Omega Ruby from the 3DS, and then also Let's Go Eevee from the Switch. Um, so I'm just putting them in, transferring the ones that they allow right now over to the Sun and or Sword and Shield because um, all of them aren't aren't allowed in the game yet they're going to release more over time and probably when the two dlcs come out later in the year um but i've just been trying to see if i can like make a new team with some of those mon and and train some of those up and then go online in in that game does that actually have to do with the number of models they have available like in game yeah like as far when you're saying uh i'm transferring the pokemon that i'm allowed to yeah so they so when you look in home like some pokemon have like red x's over them as in like (laughs) they can't be used in sword and shield yet i assume some of that has to do with like they still have to render the models in game of the pokemon yeah um and that's why we're probably not gonna get the rest of them till later just have like weird 1999 uh polygonal virtual skeletons no there's a so there's a website it's called like pokemon showdown and 
it's made by one dude so obviously he cuts a lot of corners but it's like a battle simulator and you can just you know make teams and battle other people online on it but mm-hmm. some they have sprites for some games where it's like straight out of the old games like 2d and all and then oh, they have like moving like sprites from 3ds like some of them are moving <laughs> and you can select like which some of them like they have i think black and white sprites uh like emerald and and ruby and sapphire sprites and then like um some pokemon like a few pokemon sun and moon sprites so like you'll see when you're battling like a mix some of the sprites are moving some of them are like static some of them are like like old 3d you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's just kind of funny how they do that um but yeah I, i actually haven't battled online since the latest season started but um i'm gonna get there soon and then reclimb that ladder because they actually give you a lot of good rewards the higher you get in this one which is nice um and then the last thing i'm still trying to finish index i don't know what's up but i feel like i've been stuck on like the last four episodes for like two weeks um (laughs) it's gotten super super religious towards the end and i feel like i just want to see um accelerator like destroy stuff like (laughs) like fight people religious in the way that uh shield shield hero got like super religious for a second um i'm kind of forgetting how shield because you know how like i want to say like the third like maybe oh the, the cross third. and the 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 pope that they were fighting and stuff yeah like in the third quarter it was like all of a sudden it's like the church was coming after him yeah you could it's kind of like that but they super lean into it in in index and it's like uh the right seat of god michael and the, the they talk about archangels and angels and and um the 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 cross of judith and i'm i made that up but it was something like that the uh and the, they have all this like jargon and all these terms and they're just like super leaning into it um and it's kind of like the science stuff i guess is done for the rest of the season um gotcha. and maybe that's where the spinoffs come in come back into play but they do still have like like accelerator from the science side as the main protagonist and he's now come together with uh i forget his name the right hand dude who can't uh has no powers but his right hand cancels out the magic or whatever they kind of he's from the the magic and the church churchy side and they've kind of like now come together and they're both trying to fight this main protagonist or main antagonist of the whole whole thing um so it's like the final battle type of thing is where I'm at. I think I have like two more episodes left though. So that I happened just to me on ReZero, so I understand. Yeah, um, it's kind of weird when it t- when they take these like shifts um, towards the end, especially. But yeah, uh, sometimes I think too, it's like uh, if anyone anyone who's familiar with anime knows that they run on kind of like a 12, 13 episode path or right. like a twenty four, twenty five episode path, and then there's five hundred. <laughs> Well, I'll say and then there's like 50 and then there's yeah. 500. Yeah. But so I'm like, sometimes it feels like these animes got put on like a 24, 25 episode track when they're actually really only like 20 13. episodes. Oh, yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah 20 well, I'll say too. like 20 and then there's like four, four, four or five episodes that are just made because they have to make that many. That's true. And I actually, that's what I feel like. I actually have a little bit of a take on my hero later about how. I think this season oh. could have only been thirteen episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we gonna get the we gonna get there. Uh, but what you what you been up to? Um, 
Well, this has been, like I said, like you said, like I said, like we've repeated uh, in this downtime um, and with me uh, swiftly avoiding any kind of care about the political, uh, the real political struggles of the world right now and whether or not I should care about voting for our next president. I don't care. Um, I read some, <laughs> read some manga, I watched some anime, um, and I read some uh, some internet forums for some spookies. But, uh, so first I'll say, um, I'm trying to think, oh, I was catching up on some anime, I was catching up on Radiant. Um, I need to I start that. I might talk more cool. about that later in the anime corner, but it, yeah, it's picking up. Um, I was going to come at your neck specifically and be like, it's, it's actually doing stuff unlike Black Clover. But anyway. Whoa, hold um, up. Stop it. Yep. Black nope. Clover is um, on next levels right now. <laughs> Black, yo, don't even get me started. But um, I also why uh, read some manga. I tried to pick up right uh, after where Maiden Abyss leaves off in season two. Oh, okay. Um, and like I read the, where couple, the start of season two would be after uh, the where the start anime. start of season three would be. Oh, okay. I guess when that eventually happens. Gotcha. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking there was only one season so far. Oh, you're fine. Uh, well, was there? I can't remember now. <laughs> there were two movies. Yeah, there movies. was. I'm sorry. There was two movies. Okay. So, yeah, right after, wherever the anime Second left movie. off. Gotcha, gotcha. That's where I started reading. Gotcha. Um, and so that, I've kind of just been mildly getting obsessed with the overall structure of the Abyss. Mm-hmm. And, because I'm floors. like, part of, or yeah, the, the layers, layers of the, the layers of the Abyss, but mm-hmm. mostly because I was asking my friend, I was like, what, like, I couldn't wrap my mind around like so I get that these are kids and kids don't think about things that mm-hmm. deep but I'm just like I couldn't wrap my mind like around descending into this massive hole mm-hmm. and knowing that there's a strong possibility that you could never come back out there's literally a one of the layers once you get there you can't rise back out without dying right I it's guess it's like layer three or something it's like one of the early ones but that's what okay but I'm like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and that's because I'm just like, people are sending, well, we assume from what we're told that people mm-hmm. are sending messages up via yeah. balloons. Right, right. So somebody is catching those balloons. It's somewhere, but maybe they're just passing it up. I don't I, know. Yeah, I think cert- I think in even the anime season, like certain people lived like the, the chick who, uh, the really goth looking chick. Yeah, Ozen. She just like lived on that floor and like never, yeah. never moved. So I think people like go down and just kind of post up <laughs> in certain spots and some people might i guess go all the way yeah and the curse like affecting you like the each symptoms curse, get worse a sign on each level affecting you from any kind of ascension because mm-hmm. yeah there was one part where it's like rico has like they're going down through a cave system mm-hmm. but the cave system of course you know has ups and downs so yeah. it's like she gets to one point where she has to go upwards mm-hmm. And it's like you're fuck, you know, your life yeah. sucks right now. <laughs> I think the symptom right there was like just like nausea and wooziness. It was hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinations. I think. There you go. And then like the next floor down was like <laughs> the bleeding out of the eyes. Yeah, so Wait, it just I gets think worse that was like and worse. Four. Yeah, but yeah. So I was like more just kind of reading back and forth about that. I wasn't trying to like speed my way into any like immediate action or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But just kind of wanted to refresh my memory of like the setting and what was going on. Because who knows so, when but, we're gonna get another season? 
Well, we 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 already have the movie, so yeah. I don't know if the new the newest movie. Uh, oh, and that was something I wanted to correct because I was listening from a couple weeks back or whenever we talked about this last. Mm-hmm. There's movie one and two, which reco- recover season one. Right. So, and then there's movie three, which is a continuation of the story overall. And three hasn't and we'll, come out yet, right? Or it three has. came out in January what? of 2020. Hold up, but I not here. Oh, not okay. here. Gotcha. I trust me. I've been looking for it. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. They don't have a U- U.S. release date yet, but okay. it does exist. Gotcha. So hopefully the uh, the people who jump on those translations and subs will please Crunchyroll do it. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. Um, I also I read that. I also got back into reading some JoJo. Oh, okay. Um, because again, I'm in JoJo Part Eight isn't done yet, and I think that's because I was reading and I was like, why did I stop reading this? Yeah. And then I was like, because it's not done yet, okay. and I don't want to catch up to. <laughs> I don't want to catch up to the current spot Manga, that they're at. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to like slow read that, but that is um picking up, and um I can't remember if I talked about it before, but the gimmick of uh, part eight of Jojo seems to be that our Jojo is not. And it's very confusing. <laughs> and the way that they go about hinting at that is that I think he he either has two different colored balls or he oh has four balls. I cannot remember. They don't show it. They just like. They show like his pants falling down at random points and characters being like, like what is out. wrong with your balls? Yeah. <laughs> so it's Why? like, so I think like they're, they're, and then like he doesn't have any memory of him, like his life prior to the actions or the events in the manga. Mm-hmm. And so he's being, uh, he's being confronted by like enemies that are like, tell, like giving him they hints. Him. Yeah. Like they remember him, but they're not like flat out saying it. Yeah. So. It's interesting. it's interesting. Uh, it's like it's very much like a twisted version of part four. Okay. But the only real similarities are that part four takes place in Morio. This part also takes place in Morio, and okay. the there's the Higashikata family, which was um, Josuke's family Josuke. in part four. Yeah. But there's no Josuke in this part or no the Josuke in this part is not related to the Higashikata family okay so it's kind of weird alternate universe yeah it's kind of weird so it's like you're looking for the ties but mm-hmm. so far it's been pretty removed the only the only like significant tie is that this this Josuke has the same star birthmark that okay. every other Jojo has yeah I got um, you. but yeah still interesting um uh still interesting the stands are still interesting they're getting more ab- abstract right makes um, sense. but they're he's still finding the author is still finding interesting ways to make the stands uh, okay keep your interest cool um and then a couple other things i did this week i listened to like an entire podcast like their entire uh library i think it was only Jeez. like f- 40 or 50 episodes okay um but it's called uh chaluminati i like the name uh and they literally just talk about like x files like area 51 type mm. mysteries and sometimes they talk about true crime yeah, yeah depending yeah. on the type of true, true crime that it is mm-hmm. um but that was an interesting listening because uh one of the episodes focuses in on uh an incident that occurred i think in the 
gosh, I can't remember. It's in the last, it was within the last 50 years, but it was called the Dyatlov Pass incident. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. Um, it was a incident where I think it was nine like super experienced uh, hikers and mountaineers mm-hmm. went up into the Dyatlov Pass mountains. It's up somewhere in Russia. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all died in one night and their, all their bodies were found in very weird like circumstances. Uh. Um, so you had some like you had people who had completely stripped themselves naked. You had people who had they all ran away from their campsite in the middle of the night. Interesting. Um, they had ripped. They found evidence that they had ripped their way out from the inside. Inside um, of what? The inside of their tent. Oh Jesus. Um, and so, like, couple bodies were found at the campsite. Um, a couple bodies were found at, uh, in this like ravine where they had Whoa. like three bodies had like plummeted down this ravine, but they had like broken. Um, like one of them had like a broken skull. They had all these internal injuries, but they had no external like. That's weird. They had no external like they were like, things. Yeah, like it looked like like they basically said it looked like a car crash had happened like on the inside of someone's body, but there were no yeah. external factors saying that they had been hit from the outside. Right. That's um, crazy. Then you you had people who had their bodies were covered in a huge amount of radiation that was not found anywhere near their campsite Aliens. or anywhere around. So yeah, there's a lot of uh strange theories around that. And so that episode I enjoyed that episode because that story is like really interesting to me. That's pretty cool. Um, Not they also cool, have ep- <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> they also have an episode about Men in Black, which is kind of hilarious. Um, like the they movies? have some. Uh, not the movies, but like the inspiration for okay. the movies. Gotcha. Um, real experiences that people have claimed to had with Men in about Black. Aliens. Oh, okay. Um, about Men in Black. Okay. Or like, yeah, that organization. Right, um, right. And then one of the weirdest ones was uh, they relayed a story and i like i was so creeped out by it i almost don't even want to relay it here Mm -hmm. but they relayed a story about like this uh i guess it was like this group of assassins that were communicating in the like source code of like a very like weird website so it was like a very generic website from the outside but there were codes in the html like with like prices and like it just sounded like mercenaries it was crazy. It was a, <laughs> like the modern was, day parts of it. It was a definitely an interesting <laughs> listen. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I recommend that if you like that kind of stuff. That was uh, Chiluminati podcast, and yeah, then that cool. listening to that uh, made me go back because uh, anyone who's familiar with uh, I've talked about it before with SCPs, um, this this uh, secure contain uh, protect. I think foundation mm. um, and like uh, that whole like internet uh, fiction forum. Mm. Well, we hope it's fiction. Creepy pasta, right? <laughs> uh, close, okay. uh, not quite creepy pasta, but close. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, there's like four thousand SCPs. So I was just like browsing through some of those articles um, okay. again. Any, um, any and I read crazy ones. Well, I, one I was going to bring up today was it was really funny. So I think it was like uh, it's like SCP. I'll find the number again later, but it was like mm-hmm. SCP uh, like 171 or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it's a it's it's a type of boa constrictor. And the picture what? they have is just like a picture of a snake. OK. And 
So the the first thing when you read the SCP is like they they put in the containment protocol. So the first thing you're reading is like why how this thing needs to be contained. So they're basically saying that if you see an SCP-173, which is a snake or whatever, mm-hmm. don't um if you see more than one in a grouping, separate. I'm them. out. What you mean? <laughs> so you re- but you read it and you're it's like, gone. okay, why do they need to be separated? So you get down to the description of it, and it's like apparently, if more than a couple of these snakes get together, they act they, like one mind. No, right, what you, you're gonna love this. Okay, they lay their bodies out in Python code. Oh, what? And they can <laughs> they can alter reality based by, on the code. Based on the code that they what spell the out heck? with their bodies. <laughs> That's so intense. So then as you scroll down the article, you're reading like the sets of code that they've recorded. Yeah. And so it's like one will be like, it'll be like create tree. And then it's like, if tree equals empty, snake equals sad. And then it's like, if tree equals egg, snake equals happy. And then it's what? like, so they were like, when the Python spelled this out, essentially like, with all the trees in the nearby area, like hatched a bunch of eggs for the snakes to eat. More, oh, for the snakes to eat. What? <laughs> yeah, and then they That's they so speci- they laid out the code for like how the snakes because they were like they don't like mate. They basically replicate via oh. this code. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so it was just like it, it gets like creepier the the farther down you read. But it was mm-hmm. like essentially if, don't let these snakes gather because right. they can I alter reality by program. writing out Python. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. And the fact that it's Python specifically. Yeah, but I'll I'll link it uh, when I post the podcast this week. But um, I'll definitely send that to you because it was really funny. Yeah, that's so random too. Like yeah, because I just went to like uh, the highest rated ones. I guess that people had read, and that was like the top one. And I was like, wow, this is (laughs) this is kind of hilarious. They're scripting snakes. Yes. Cause it's literally like it sounds like like a little kid where it's like snake if snake equals sad then do this. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> it's most like, basic programming. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most basic Python, but they can that's alter hilarious. reality. Yeah, that's powerful for sure. Oh, man. Um. So yeah. Um. And then the only other one I read, I'm trying to think. Um. It, I can't think of it right now off the top of my head because mm. I read like five or six this morning. Yeah. But um, I'll definitely uh, post those uh, when I post to Twitter this week. So check yeah. out, look out for that. Sounds good. Sounds good. But um, uh, if you're ready, I'm ready to get on this news. Time for some news. Cool, cool. All right. So um, first up, we got uh, some Borderlands news. So I've, I actually had heard there was a Borderlands movie coming, a live action one early on. But I completely forgot about it because it's somebody only said it like once and then it was never really talked about a lot but they <laughs> they got a director apparently eli roth i heard the name but um this i figured you might me. know who who this is and what so, he's done eli roth did like hostile um oh. he did uh what? the the green inferno which was a movie about cannibalism um, right. he's known for like <laughs> shock horror like shock horror movies which when i saw his name tied to this i wasn't like i was surprised but then i wasn't because yeah. borderland does borderlands does have that like mad max edginess to it yeah but it's supposed and to be comical is my yeah thing. but i mean that, that's what he like his his horror is schlocky and gory to the point of you make fun laughter. of it. I like got you, you. Yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. Right, so. right. And Borderlands is very gory. Yeah, um, and as that's a game. I'm like, so I get it, but it's just like I hope 
uh, it fits better with Borderlands than it has in the stuff he's done in the past. I'm just like, what do you even do in a Borderlands movie? Because the story <laughs> of Borderlands is not, you know. But I mean, they made a Telltale game, and it's like that's true. I Telltale guess it would be games similar. Are, are story games, and so it's like, but they set that in a in a Borderlands universe. Yeah, so. and Telltale. I mean, it'd be really interesting well. if they used those characters. Like, are from they the just Telltale gonna, game? Are they just gonna make a funny Mad Max? Like, maybe. I uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll. I guess we'll see. It's probably gonna be a long time before this, um, even comes out if they just started or if they just found a director. Yeah, um, but I'm like, I'm forgetting the characters' names in Telltale. But I'm like, if they just did that, that might be worth watching. Yeah, that story was pretty wild. That story was pretty cool. Uh, I think they should incorporate uh, Handsome Jack too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because he's 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 funny. He's awesome character. Um. And then next up, uh, I'll just talk about this Animal Crossing Direct a little bit because um, <laughs> it was it was 30 minutes long and there's a lot of information. Can um, I just say uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was doing some homework with a friend when I, and I happened to put on a KK Slider playlist. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like ready to chirp me. Oh, I thought you. I just thought you were gonna say you're jamming. No, it's just like what is this terrible? And I was like, it's KK. KK Slider. KK Slider is fire. I love KK Slider. That's exactly what it like. It's wee 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 because i was literally trying to find the song that uh we were both talking about and i was like oh my god i don't think i remember the main it was like the best saturday night song i know like, I, I know what, uh, what? i'm gonna look I don't it know up if after it was this disco probably. kk or go go kk rider i was like i don't know which it might have been go go kk rider i don't remember i might look but it we'll up ch- after this we'll check in on that that might be one of our ending themes yeah week. um <laughs> hopefully kk sliders in this game i didn't actually notice if he was or K- not but um, kk slider for smash yeah, oh for sure i'd be with it hit, S- hit people K-K with his smash. guitar <laughs> no he just hits you with his sick riffs <laughs> yeah music he just gets fly like, out of him yeah like really big speakers behind him and he's like wow yeah that'd be awesome i'm all for out of all the animal crowd they got uh isabel and villager right now Oh my god. KK yeah, Slider would have been so much. They better. need to have KK and they Tom need to have Nook, Nook. hitting you Tom with a Nook sack just, of money, sack of yeah, coins. Hit, hitting you with the debt that <laughs> you owe him. <laughs> it just crushes you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Spirit <laughs> Um but yeah, a lot of features in this in this game. It's coming out March, I think. Um so I have this IGN article up right now and they talk about seasons, obviously. Um, the se- there's going to be real life seasons and that the game world kind of changes based on those seasons, events and stuff change, um, character patterns change and all that type of stuff. And I'm going to assume it's going to be like seasons as in like, I mean, but it was like that before, right? Like, like real the seasons. seasons actually changed as the seasons changed in real IRL. life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm pretty sure the clock is going to be the same way. Um, cause honestly, to me, that's like the main gimmick of animal crossing was that everything like, it wasn't like you just get on and beat the game in a sitting, you know what I mean? Yeah, like your day was living. a day. Like if your outfit that you went and ordered wasn't done, it's going to be done tomorrow. In real so days, you gotta yeah. turn the game off and come back mm-hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> or like if something was going on at night, but it's the daytime, you gotta like 
come back during the actual nighttime to oh, check yeah. out whatever it was. Because I'd be racing to get home at like eight o'clock so I could get to KK. Exactly. Before um, you left, because you could get CDs from him too. That are records, right? That yeah, 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 yeah. If you got there, I uh, think and listened live, you, you could, could get, the get them for your record player. That was the yeah. That was the best part. Um, dope. And then they have this, this this thing called Island Services, which is kind of like, um, uh, I guess, kind of like a help a help desk almost. Like they have like crafting tips, the shop. Um, you can sell your items there. Um, so it's like a, I guess, all purpose kind of kind of shop slash informational okay. area. Um, this thing called the Nook Phone and Nook Miles, um, which I'm not really gonna go into. It's like a camera map app. Uh, camera map and apps sorry on this in-game phone that's i guess kind of going to be like your menu most likely um obviously island exploration you're gonna be able to go around the island they talk about wasps and scorpions coming back oh god <laughs> which if yeah, you I remember loved, those i love because i was like you could tell like i would be so ashamed when my character had like a swollen eyeball yeah. from the, the bees, wrong tree because it's like were you out shaking trees yeah you ain't got no money you gotta shake shaking trees too many trees <laughs> them bees would hawk you down too they would <laughs> like the whole family i would be ready to dash in that water <laughs> I would be didn't out. matter but yeah i'd be shaking them trees oh <laughs> for coins yeah and apparently now uh obviously you can buy like uh the only or whatever to cure it oh okay no um, it's like my character just had to be embarrassed because then i would have to go take of course i would have to go deliver a gift later that day yeah and they're like oh my and, gosh your your and, face and marble would be like what happened were you out shaking trees Mind you business. poor scum <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about what i was doing and i gotta wear my nook uniform because if i go back not in my nook uniform he's gonna get on he's you. gonna yell at me <laughs> Animal Crossing is so stressful. Life, yeah, I was about to say, life in Animal Crossing was actually kind of rough. <laughs> the only thing that was chill about Animal Crossing in the past was like delivering um stuff you found to the museum. Yeah, that was the only interaction that like didn't feel like super tense. Out catching <laughs> bugs and stuff was kind of relaxing. Fishing, yeah. fishing was relaxing. Fishing was fun. Um, and then we got home upgrades and decor. Obviously, one of the main staples of Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, you can make your house bigger, and you can decorate it as you wish. Getting um, those matching, those matching themes. Exactly, my modern wallpaper and modern furniture. Um, my my dancing cactuars. Oh yeah, I love those. Those are awesome. <laughs> um, and then craft. This this is a new feature, crafting. So kind of like Minecraft, you'll be able to craft uh, a bunch of furniture and and things to build on the island um this game seems to be focused a lot more around like building out the entire island and town itself yeah. as opposed to just your house i was worried about that but then i remembered like i played the mobile animal crossing for a very long time mm -hmm. and like crafting is like the main mechanic in that one so yeah. I was like, okay, if I did it there, then I can probably do it uh, on a mainline game. Yeah, and it's not going to be like, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be like OG Minecraft where you just had to experiment with random minerals to see what, <laughs> like in different shapes to see what you can make. It's just going to be like a menu and, you know, you get resources and you just click the item you want to craft. So right. um, it'll be straightforward. And then party play. So uh, you can play local co-op and online multiplayer um which is a really nice touch um y'all can mess around in each other's town this is just gonna be people getting together to play old nes games Pretty inside much. of animal crossing <laughs> and put, i'm gonna be putting roaches in people's cribs can we get pool can we get like a pool table that would be animal really crossing? cool pool, be foosball 
Um, yeah, like just like homie games that you play, and then you can invite people over to your house. Be like, I got this new foosball table. Yo, if they they should put SNES games in here too. No, what they if should. they they're gonna they're this is gonna be where they release the uh N64 games. <laughs> I was like, don't say, don't say what I think you're gonna say. <laughs> this is gonna be how they roll it. So. I'm gonna log into Animal Crossing so I can play Star Fox 64. Exactly. <laughs> that's how they're gonna drive sales of Animal Crossing. I mean that's how I played Excite Bike back in the day. Right. Um something called Noon Link, um, that involves a QR code and, and happy home designer um okay i'm just gonna breeze through that one uh customizing the island i already talked about that um they're gonna be island activities obviously um we had town activities back in the day so like tournaments and bug offs um they mentioned (laughs) um so that'll be cool island designer um obviously more island customization um so yeah that was pretty much all of the information um seems like they're going for like a more I guess freeform creative approach with this one, which I mean, it, it makes sense as like a natural evolution of what we've gotten thus far. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not mad at it. We'll see. I don't. I I still don't know if I want to pay uh sixty for it, but um I do like yeah, Animal Crossing. So yeah, we'll see. And then um I put this on here for you actually. Bayonetta and Vanquish are out now on oh PS4. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish I was better. I love I love 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 Vanquish. Mm-hmm. Um I wish I was better at Bayonetta. Yeah, it's a lot I of just combos. Suck. I just suck at combos. I do too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun world to play in for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. And these are both platinum games, right? Oh, can I buy like this will be like my fourth time, my third or fourth time buying Vanquish. Buying Vanquish, but <laughs> it hasn't been Vanquish re-released again? in a long time, though, right? Th- that's true. Um, so yeah, I guess they finally decide to bring I back guess Vanquish is like my Gears of War. I guess I'm surprised it's not on Switch though. Um, maybe it'll come later or something. Um, and then uh, this one, I just just kind of feel a Redbox release a free live TV streaming service. Um, welcome to the club, Redbox. Um, it is free there's though, so which is cool. So many of these now. Yeah, um, but it is gonna have ads, and there's going to be not a whole lot of channels. They mentioned specifically TMZ and USA Today, and which they are say weird, a few more. Not real channels. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, I figured this is free. This isn't gonna be, you know, anything yeah. crazy. It's just a little, I guess, icing on the TV the service cake. that will win my heart is the one that will allow me to select only the channels that i watch right like if it's live tv you mean yeah and you can average like in the commercials of those channels you can advertise other channels to me i'm fine with that but even because like one of the closest ones to this is like sling tv where you can get as low as seven channels but again they they pick the channels for you so that's why Uh, i'm like if i can pick my own channels that'll be the perfect tv service for a flat fee yeah that was because i literally watched like maybe four channels playstation view i want to say a lot of people liked even though you couldn't pick your channels but i can't remember if it was just i liked it it's just i don't like by time i pay 40 dollars a month for it 35 dollars a month for it i'm basically playing for a cable service again oh so it was kind of on the expensive side yeah well okay. it's the same as like it's the same as youtube tv uh, um and gotcha. it's the same as hulu live tv like they all cost pretty much the, the same, same. Okay. but i was most impressed I, I think playstation tv had this too view had this too mm-hmm. but i was most impressed with youtube in like the ability to just go and watch a show regardless of what time it came on 
right so that okay. you could scroll back in the schedule and actually just, watch a show that had came on like three hours before yeah that's pretty cool um that's so like I an like evolution to uh what do they call it tivo the, tivo yeah yeah <laughs> i remember when that first came out i thought it was like oh my god this is mind-blowing yeah game changer that's crazy um and then next up uh something i'm I'm pretty hype about even though i haven't played this game in a while so siege um devs confirm uh that it will launch on next gen consoles um and not just as backwards compatible but like as a like re uh i guess not revamped but like updated and boosted specifically for the new consoles um so that's good to hear and you will be able to if you do only have the older games on the current on the ps4 and the xbox one you'll still be able to play with people who have the ps5 and the xbox series x um so that's cool and they're they're constantly updating the game like they really made this into a platform they have like i think 50 characters now 50 plus characters now they're trying to get to 100 they said um and they constantly like rework the maps and like redesign the maps and release new maps and um it's it's pretty cool what they did I have a friend that I'm like, I think this is the only game he plays. I love like, Siege. Honestly. Like, I need to get back to it, to be honest. Um, and along these lines, I'm like, I had to talk somebody. Like, I was talking to somebody and they were like, I don't think I'm going to go for these next gen consoles. And I'm like, at he all? plays a lot of games. Like, he plays a lot of games. It's someone I work with. Is he a PC and I'm player? Just, no, he's like, he's still playing on a 360. Ugh. I was like, you don't even have a one yet? <laughs> I was like, you know, it's backwards compatible, right? And they've I was been like, like $150, like literally. It, it was a weird conversation i was like i can't I, I was like it's i was like do your research i was like you can you're gonna be able to play all the games that you currently have right now absolutely just, i was like just upgrade once and i was like you'll be good for like 10 years yeah because what i i do think there is a lot of merit to or a lot of uh i guess i don't know the word but it's not bad to not upgrade this time because xbox isn't gonna have exclusive games they said for a year once that okay. comes out so um and then all of the games are going to be backwards compatible so um unless you really really want the specifically exclusive ps5 and xbox series x games then you're fine probably for the foreseeable future um so and then next up uh i just added this one on here because we talked about it a little while ago i think around yeah. e3 um this was the amazon's mmo the new world or it's called the new game, world the- the game that might make me play an MMO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I have deemed it. Is it because it's Amazon? Is that why you say that? No, it's okay. because like I saw the preview for it and I'm like, what is this world? What are these creatures? This ah, looks amazing. And then you. it was like Amazon. I was like, what? Yeah, Amazon <laughs> Game Studios. Yeah. Um. So IGN did a preview. Um. It was a closed door preview, so no actual gameplay. This is all from a text based article that I read. Um. So I listed out some of the pros and the cons that uh that he he reported um so i'll start with the pros so it's a dark souls inspired real time it has dark souls inspired real time action combat um which i thought was interesting and this would be a very new thing for an mmo if they if it if they nail it um so if you're not familiar with dark souls that just means like the combat is in live action there's no like tab targeting and no no clicking uh skill icons on the screen you kind of just you it's you it's your enemy you press a button to do like a light attack there's probably a heavy attack button there's probably a a block button there's probably a dodge button almost sounds like um absolver yeah kind of like that 
um, where you're kind of really memorizing patterns of the enemy's movement and you're reacting to them. And if you swing your sword, the sword actually has to actually hit, you know, the the enemy for it to to do damage. And it's all in real time and and it's very reactive, um, which I think is good. I think that's a much more engaging um, form of combat than like traditionally MMOs are. You just kind of click you're just kind of clicking keys on the keyboard um normally so i think that could could be cool if they nail it um and then no defined classes and free a free form ability and skill selection type of progression system this could be a pro or con depending on just your opinion on this type of stuff but um to me this is kind of like uh a lot of mmos do this actually like elder scrolls online does this uh where you can kind of just you start as like a template of a character and i think uh greedfall does this too actually and okay, you can yeah, just yeah. uh you put depending on where you put your skills and and your your skill points and talents and stuff like that uh your play style will change and it's not limited to a set like archetype gotcha um, so that that's cool it gives you a lot more uh i guess freedom and and creativity to be able to build how you want um, and then they said the entire economy is going to be player driven. So all the crafting and, and selling and buying of items is all all player uh, and real people are going to be making and selling items and stuff. Interesting. Um, Final Fantasy 14 does that really well, even though there okay. is still NPA in NPC merchants um, with preset items. A lot of the stuff is is player crafted and they have a whole like marketplace and whatnot. Um, so that usually turns out pretty cool like it because things kind of work out the way the economy does in real life which i always thought was fascinating so horribly <laughs> not not horribly like you know <laughs> supply and demand all that type of yeah, stuff yeah yeah um but, yeah, but that, that kind of gives really me cool. hope that like things won't be locked behind like paywalls and stuff like you'll be able to whatever somebody's selling to you mm-hmm and correct me if i'm wrong it sounds like whatever somebody's selling to you if you put in enough effort you can make it on your own yeah absolutely that's what i think too um and that's how it works in final fantasy um i feel like this is gonna be a probably a subscription game um that's just what it seems like from reading all this stuff either that or a buy to play i highly doubt it's gonna be free to play um but we'll see and then uh this also may or may not be a, a pro or a con, depending on how you look at it. But uh, there's a big, a big focus on large scale, like war style PvP and like territory, like claiming territories and like land ownership and fighting over like huge territories and stuff like that. See, like this would be a drawback for me because I don't have time to be defending <laughs> fictional <The castle>. areas. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like so. It's like literally the people that can devote more time to it will be the ones who are better at it a little bit. Yeah, um, but we still might uh, like because I know some games have really good scaling systems, so like they're mm-hmm. really good at, at balancing out players who who don't have maybe the always the highest end stuff with players who do um so hopefully they can they can figure that all out and that'll turn out okay um because i feel like there are a lot of games where i'll play like and they'll have this large like big style pvp at the end but it's at the end so like you got to get through a hundred hours of gameplay to get to it so a lot of times i really don't make it that far in a lot of these types of games um Mm -hmm. it has to be a really special one for me to stay in that long um but then on to the some of the cons he listed. Uh, he said it, it was a pr- the world seemed pretty barren. Um, the character creator was generic. 
um i'm assuming part of this is because this was like a pre-alpha build of the game um it's still super early in development so i can give them the benefit of the doubt on some of that stuff um but this next one is a little more i guess worrying they're saying um all of the quests that were in the the preview they did were super generic like go here kill like you know the like five rats come back Mm -hmm. talk to this new person click through the text go out deliver this item to this other person like all very super generic uh mmo quests um and he said that it didn't seem that there was a real focus on the story but instead it was all optionally like scattered in like books that you could find in the world and like texts that you could read or not read um i always thought that was a detriment because i feel like honestly most people if you put a text wall in front of them they're just gonna yeah skip it <laughs> this was a lot of the drawback for me and, and i know this game is beloved so don't come at my neck but uh skyrim oh, okay i felt like did that a lot but mm-hmm. no hate about it but that was just one thing i was like oh, i gotta have some more reading just yeah. read it to me and i didn't read i didn't i didn't read a single book in skyrim to be honest with you <laughs> i read nothing outside of dialogue yeah. <laughs> so um but i think with skyrim and i don't know if this game is going to be like that or not with skyrim like there's still a main story with cutscenes, you know that you're going through not cutscenes, but like um you know you're in a room and a char- couple of characters around you talking to you and like the story's kind of coming out through them right. um, i don't know if this amazon game is going to have cutscenes or not or if it's going to have voice acting i would hope so um because that it, i feel like it needs that if it's going to have a lot of the scattered like lore stuff um it needs to have some focus i think on like delivering some of that to you um, yeah. but we'll see and then um this one's not really a pro or a con uh well it could be either i guess depend on where you fall again but there the person who played the preview seems to think that the game is really focused and built around the pvp system mm-hmm. and that goes back to those large-scale wars and battles so i'm in the middle on this like i said if it's really hard and tedious to get to that stuff then i'm not gonna want to do it but if they somehow if they're gonna make it pvp focused and they do some type of good job of like from the beginning of the game getting you into it and telling you why it's you want to play it and why you should participate in that type of stuff um then i think it could it could probably work out but this is like they're they're i guess proving like this is their going to be their first impression so yeah well just this is one of those things where you just have to see how it works out yeah because i don't think amazon's i think amazon's maybe made one or two games uh in general before or maybe not any i might have that completely wrong but um i know the studio has been open for a little while now uh but yeah that's that's pretty much it It was it for this the news this week um all right so there was one there was one thing uh in there that can carry us over to anime corner what's up if that's where you like to visit when you were mentioning uh with new world the possibility like the optional and uh i'm sorry the generic quest mm-hmm. uh so one of the anime that i don't think i'm pretty sure i haven't mentioned it here before uh but i've been following um it's called uh Bufery. okay and i've deemed it because you know i like to nickname shows i've <laughs> deemed it happy shield hero Okay. Um, and it is about this girl who is in, I guess it's an MMO, if I'm getting my definitions correct. Mm-hmm. It's an online world, and she 
uh, has chosen to do nothing but max out her defense. Interesting. With hilarious results. Um, <laughs> and she's now finding herself with a, a guild, um, and they were out. Everybody was kind of out leveling up, and she happens to run into an NPC in the city that drags her into a quest chain. And the funny thing about it, the funny way they go about showing this is like, so this mother has like this sick daughter and she's like, she's like, night, night, can you help us? And she's just like, huh, is this a quest? Okay. And so like this little uh, screen, like hologram screen pops up in front of her and it's like, would you Mm -hmm. like to accept this quest? And she's like, sure. And so then the mother's like, oh, I need you to retrieve this medicine. And so it's like, it takes her like two seconds because she's like overly powered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so she brings it back. And then the girl like drinks the medicine. And then she's like, oh, well, she's awake now, but her body is still ill. And then so like as the mother is explaining what's happening, like another quest screen pops up. What? <laughs> and she's just like, okay. And then she presses accept. Yeah. And then it's like she has to go uh, get retrieve some other item, bring it back. Mm-hmm. And so she does that. Or she has to, no, she has to take the mother to this place. And so then it becomes an escort mission. And you're like, oh, no, an <laughs> oh, escort gosh. mission. But that's perfect because she's, again, nothing but defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they, she ends that quest no problem. Then it's like the girl. The, does she literally from, not fight? Does she, she does literally fight. just block stuff? Well, her shield has like she, she is a couple different shields. So her okay. shields have like various abilities. So, uh, during one of her earlier fights, uh, because her defense was so high, she was able to just keep getting hit by poison mm-hmm. to the point where she built up the, uh, a immunity to it and then got a special skill to be able to summon this three-headed hydra that spits poison out of her shield oh god so she does have some offensive abilities because she's like highly adept in poison and she's right. highly adept in defense interesting um so she gets like these weird skill sets uh, mm. over time but yeah so she's like accepting she's like i'm stuck in she basically gets stuck in this quest chain yeah and it's like so she gets to like benevolent night quest number three and it's like it's an item she literally like it was like oh there i've heard about this ring that will heal blah 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 and she's like oh you mean this ring that i already found (laughs) (laughs) and she's like what you already have it and i'm just like this happens to me in rpg games like fairly often where you're like yeah where you're like i already found the item because you explore (laughs) yeah yeah so it's like you're talking to the person. It's like you accept the quest and then you talk to them again. They're like, oh, like, you oh. have it already. <laughs> so I, I thought that was like, it's really funny in that way. And that it, it picks up on those little uh, things that really that, happen. Yeah, that really happen when you're playing a game like that. But That's yeah, cool. this Bovary is pretty hilarious because uh, it I kept saying it was happy shield hero because it's like she she's she is a shield hero in my mind because she doesn't have like an offensive. Like, I think she has like a wand right uh, it's kind of her offensive weapon it all and derives from her shield yeah and based on her like very childlike choices yeah she she's like becoming crazy powerful over everyone oh my gosh um, and then like at, now she's building a guild um yeah. and a couple of the other characters have also only maxed one, one skill stat. trait okay <laughs> um so it's getting interesting along those lines because it's like she met these twins and they they uh, only maxed out their strength interesting and they're not very good at fighting so it's like she <laughs> takes she's like let's go level up and it's like they gain like 20 levels in one day fighting with her oh my and, it, and their hammers are just like insanely upgrading like crazy yeah. and it's like then they become like crazy strong and Jeez. um 
in this most recent episode, um, she acquires this area of effectability where everyone within this light bubble has the ability to, um, they basically gain her defense stat. Okay. So everyone else in her team is like very offensively strong. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're like, so they're all standing in like her light bubble being like these zombies are like attacking and from the outside, nobody's getting hurt. And they're like, so as long as we're in this bubble, we're like immortal. (laughs) It's it's like, you're just like, they're like, they're getting stupid strong. And uh, I think I'm on like episode seven and it looks like they're about to have some type of like in game event that is going to be some type of PVP tournament. Oh, God. Okay. Um, tournament art. Which has not happened uh, <laughs> up until this point. Like yeah. up until this point, it's just been her like figuring out the game, figuring out um, how to level up and figuring out this guild system. So, right. right. Uh, it's pretty fun watch. Uh, I thought it was going to be too adorable. Too adorable. Uh, and so that's why I was like, I, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna be able to watch this. And that's then, what you thought about it best too. Yeah, and that's <laughs> when my friend just kept making me watch it. Now I, I love, it. and I was like, oh, I guess, I guess this is my Shield Hero until Shield Hero comes, comes back. back. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny too because so. like when I actually play games like that, I always have a thought at the beginning, like, should I like, do I just focus on one thing and or like spread out because like it's the whole like jack of all trades, master of yeah. none thing. Yeah, um, and that's real. But yeah, she's doing it and it's it's working like crazy. Yeah. Um uh-uh. cool, cool. Um do, yeah. do we want to talk about uh our experience with Darwin's first? We can this yeah. week. Okay. Um so I'm at the part where uh and spoilers for me, um, because you already saw this part. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I'm at the part where um the water chick, um that okay. like the end of this episode, the the we kind of meet this chick who has a what they call them sigils Sig- um, sigils her yeah her sigil is like she can control water but and also like freeze the water mm-hmm. um and she but it's like a little a really little innocent little girl um and she's kind of putting on this act right now to fool oh, our protagonist oh i can't wait till you get to the next episode <laughs> it probably gets crazy i'm sure <laughs> uh because uh, that little girl starts to make a little bit more sense um okay but yeah so you're at the point where they are still defending the hotel yeah correct? this episode was all just kind of planning like the the he's formed this alliance with the dude who had the skull mask on and the plant guy and this like tech savvy girl um, yeah so so just for background for anyone who's listening right now just for clarity uh so darwin's game again is anime about a death game that's mm-hmm. played via the character's cell phones right um and currently uh they're in an in-game event where the goal of the event is for in the first round everyone is supposed to collect uh three three rings rings. and the rings are scattered randomly about the city and they can only see them through the ar in their phone Mm -hmm. the augmented reality in their phone um and so what happened to our main character is is that he was in a hotel a hotel building right. um and he basically got trapped by this guy that has like the ability to control plants right. and so he's like encased the entire hotel in tree roots right. and it's made it impossible for anyone to come or go right um and so what i wanted to ask you about is like how did you feel about that level up uh 
because the character that we're talking, the main character has the ability to create weapons at his will. I, I'm still confused. I'm still confused though. <laughs> so he, in this episode, he says that he has his ability is to literally copy things, but he yeah. can only copy things from what I understand that he understands the makeup of when he touches yes. it. Okay. Yes. Um, cause that whole scene, they had that scene with the blacksmith and that, so that scene made me think his, is his power literally just creating guns? Um, well, I feel like that scene was, I, I, I hope they go back to that, but I feel like, uh, that weird. is the way that it's like your, their inner conscious, like it, it tell, like tells them about their ability. Right. Right. Um, right, uh, it's just the way yeah. they explain the ability like the way the blacksmith was being all cryptic and like yeah. he didn't he just kind of gave him like a riddle as to what his power was but still in the show they never explicitly said what the power was until he was like this episode he was kind of like um so so you have the power to copy things and he was like well it's not quite that simple yeah because he, um, he said i think there was one of the more recent past episodes he was saying like i i can't copy a certain thing because it was too complex yeah um but yeah or like he was the able rings to make... he, he wanted to copy the rings but he wasn't right. sure that if they were just metal so like he couldn't yeah exactly and i'm like but that uh when he upgrades i don't even know is that a gatling gun yeah it was like a <laughs> light machine gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just didn't know how you felt about that scene because i was like oh he went from like barely being able to make a pistol to like to now then. he's got this endless gatling yeah. gun <laughs> And yeah, he got um, those bullets. Like he he made special bullets out of nowhere. I I still don't understand how he learned how to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I I guess it'll. I'm sure it'll be explained at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's still interesting. I I like the uh, Shuka's kind of like I like how she swings <laughs> around the city like Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then just murders people. Because I'm like she's essentially like her weapons are like snakeheads. Yeah, like, essentially. It's crazy. And it's like they have like they can move with a mind of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems the only but she seems to be the only one that's like using her ability almost consistently. Yeah. And everyone else gets like really tired if they use their sigil too much. Her ability um, seems like because her ability isn't like she doesn't manifest or anything or anything. She mm-hmm. just has this weapon and she can just control the the blades on them or whatever right um which it it doesn't seem too like intensive it just seems like i, I still want to know how they got the like what decided these powers because usually in shows like this it's like has something to do with their personality or something related to their past or something like that my question this week was is with the amount of people that can play a mobile game mm-hmm. and we know right now there's there was 300 players at the beginning of this event mm-hmm. is every sigil unique i question. think so i think it is you don't think we're ever gonna see a repeat sigil i don't think so i think we might see yeah. similar ones um because to me it's kind of like stands right like yeah um it's just like some it's a manifestation of something and i think it has something to do like related to the character maybe something traumatic in their life i don't know true um we get a hint that shuka maybe <laughs> went through something traumatic in the episode that i watched um something might have happened to her parents um probably in relation to the game i'm guessing yeah um, but it'll I be think interesting you get a little bit more about her backstory uh next next episode yeah okay that's cool but yeah um, it continues yeah. to keep the adrenaline high they end um, on crazy cliffhangers too they do and I, there's one thing i don't know if you noticed this but i was like this show does not give a crap about ending nah. the ending nah. like it's just like nope 
we're gonna roll credits but we're gonna right keep here. running plot yeah exactly <laughs> this is important don't turn it off <laughs> that's that's true too. oh yeah and they're about to confront the the gang member the the eight the the leader of the eights gang is that yeah. what's called the eight the something the eight, eight. The crazy they're basically the crazy eights yeah um so i want to see what what homeboy sigil is because second episode second or third episode you just see him at a table with like 50 rings (laughs) and i'm like whoa okay and that's one thing we mentioned so the rings originally were each ring had the value of a jewel um it was like diamond emerald sapphire ruby lapis lazuli topaz etc and they all had different like money values Mm -hmm. uh with diamond being the highest but Mm -hmm. recently uh one of the main characters noticed that when they were viewing the ring up close underneath the camera of their phone there's like a qr code on the ring that has a separate value yeah um and then the characters start questioning like is the true uh mission of this event to just gather these rings or is there some other um plot at work with the different values that they found hidden on the ring so that's kind of like the underlying plot which now it's it's pretty obvious that the rings like are it's almost like a scavenger hunt but yeah um still if you don't have three rings by the end of the game you just die um yeah. so that's kind of what most of the people are trying to most of the players are trying to avoid um but yeah we'll see how this unfolds and then i'll just add um i'm not gonna say we won't go into the plot of this because not a whole lot has changed or i won't go into the plot but uh do doro hidoro okay uh, the anime about the guy with the lizard head mm. in the world of sorcerers continues to get better also okay um, nice it's getting good um we're definitely getting deeper into uh, how he lost his head right. um there is currently a version of him running around that's not him um it's like a puppet version because somebody found like his decapitated head or a copy uh, of it it's what? very confusing but uh <laughs> when you watch it it makes sense and um it was very it's 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 getting there action is good the 3d continues to not be a distraction um, okay that's so good news. i'm happy i hope i hope it's not just 12 episodes but it feels like it's going to be they'll probably continue um, it if it doesn't conclude in the 12 yeah i hope um, so because it's 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 picking up and it's it's really funny it's definitely one of those shows where it's like i think my comparison to blood lucky was still accurate because it's mm-hmm. like it's one of those shows where there's a lot going on. like it's weird bizarre completely out there characters but they're very normal in the way they go about their world and it's yeah. like you have to pay attention to the environment because stuff is just happening in the background right <laughs> uh if you don't you know if you don't key in on it the first time mm-hmm. that makes sense so cool Dude. um how did you feel about my hero um more filler i kind of not gonna lie i skipped through <laughs> it's a lot not of this. filler it's definitely canon i mean is it canon? i can tell you that it's canon oh, I, so it's from the everything manga. that we are watching right now i read okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna call it canon filler because <laughs> that's what it feels like i just don't understand this mat like it feels like a massive cooldown arc but i'm just yeah. like yeah like i agree with you in like manga form it's like okay it's not really saving you budget yeah, so why what is the purpose of this <laughs> and it's like there's about to be this focus on this school festival this gentle um, spoilers hero. for this too yeah this gen- oh, I'm sorry, gentle, gentle criminal yeah gentle, he looks like a criminal. weird magician <laughs> i don't know what's up with him i just told my friend i was like you ready for the, the most annoying uh villain duo you've ever met oh my god yeah <laughs> 
Robin like vying for, Robin like the seven eleven subscribers. Yeah, it's Robin seven eleven and videotaping it. Like, um, but yeah. no, I kind of just fast forwarded through a lot of the talking this episode. Like, I get what's happening. School festival is about to happen. They're bringing art, uh, airy to it, whatever. Um, so I skipped to the part. They're making Aerie as pitiful as they possibly can. Yeah. Poor girl doesn't even know how to smile. Come on, like, just train her, give Mariel his powers back. <laughs> like, we can just get to that real quick. Um, but I basically fast forwarded to the near the end where All Might uh, is teaching Midoriya how to fire ranged attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a slight revelation about All Might is that perhaps he was not always using 100% of his power, but instead he was uh, selectively enhancing certain body parts at certain yes. times to perform the actions that he needed to which yes. i like that as an explanation for like, so i use think of the, the, power. the way that i understood it was like the way like uh midoriya will say like okay i'm gonna get activate up to 20 percent mm-hmm. um i think all might basically explain that he may use a hundred percent but he might only use it for five seconds yeah and in one body part um and he also at one point tried support items mm-hmm. but he said it ended up like not really working out yeah and i think it's cool too that midoriya was like basically if all might were to use 100 percent of his power all the time it would just flatten the entire area around him yeah <laughs> so i was like and jesus i think the thing too is like he said his support his support items basically couldn't keep up with him his all power might, but yeah <laughs> but he did not have the girl that Deku has building his support items. Right. So is she canon though? I don't think she's canon. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, she is. So she is. She's a hundred percent canon. Okay. Yeah. She's gotcha. in the manga, um, and she's definitely like makes helps him you know, more. She's okay. making stuff for him. That's cool. So, I'm but yeah, the gloves. Uh, have you seen the gloves? Uh, yeah, from the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gloves uh, are, I think, the only thing. Uh, that we see coming in the future as far as support items for Deku. Okay, and that makes sense. Um, they already kind of teased that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm also interested, the only other thing I'm really interested in this fillery area is um, I think on the other side with uh, Bakugo and them, did we, did they completely finish their training? I think so. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind then. Because <laughs> I wanted to see. I thought they were going to do a little, another, like, little training arc with them, too. No, after... Um, it was uh, just the kids. I, this is completely spoiler-free, pretty much. After this, it's like, it kind of goes into um, more focus on the Hero Association. In this and, season? Or... Yeah. Okay. Or c- coming up after what we're currently watching. Okay. Um um, so we focus more on uh, like what's going on with the atmosphere in the Hero Association post All Might's retirement. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's the best way I can say it without <laughs> spoiling anything. Yeah, with like Endeavor being number one and all that type yeah, of stuff and the shift yeah. and all that. Yeah, I got you. And how how the general public is handling that? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, my my take from earlier is still. Um, I think this could have been thirteen episodes. Uh, yeah, thirteen episodes. Because what are we on right now? um do you know 14 i don't know 14, 15 yeah it Probably could have been 15. it could have been like a 13 12 episode season i think um yeah but, but I, mean, I guess like, this is canon so i don't think that like i don't i can't think of any well there probably is some but i can't think of any like anime shown in anime like this where they skip a part in the manga so it's like i'd rather them go ahead and get this over because like we said like it's basically cooling down to the school festival Right. And there's not really any immediate 
threats. Yeah. So it's like just get it out of the way. I hope and, the festival um, happens this season, and it's not like it's going. It's <laughs> definitely going next to. Season. Okay. No, it's definitely because we've already met Gentle, and yeah. um, Gentle doesn't hang around for too long. Okay. Cool. So uh, he serves a very specific purpose, and like once that happens, uh, we're pretty much done. So time. it's definitely like what I read uh, is definitely fits into another twelve episodes. So okay. cool, cool. So uh, hopefully, that's why I said next season will be a banger out of the gate. Nice. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, yeah. Any other shows you want to bring up? No. Plunder continues to both bore and excite me simultaneously. <laughs> How I don't know. Uh, the fighting, fighting is so interesting, but it's like there's so much interpersonal crap that I'm like, just get this out of here, like mm-hmm. get it out of the way. Is it still? Was this the one you told me it was like at least one fight per episode or something? Like yeah, that still? and it's like this episode there was a semi cool fight because uh, okay. there's one character that I've kind of attached to, um, and he's kind of like just a hard ass, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's pursuing the the main character that i like is acts like meliotis but it's like the whole half like pretty much this entire episode was uh the first girl uh that i'm (laughs) i keep saying i'm like if another girl shows up this is a harem i'm out (laughs) um but the first girl caught up to him like after he left so she's traveling with him then the second girl that he met who's like a police officer is traveling with his uh with the antagonist guy the guy that i just the hard ass i was just talking about mm-hmm. she kept they catch up to each other and then they have that stupid moment where she's like i went on a date with him and she's like uh well he he looked under my skirt and then they're like <laughs> and then the other lady who's like kind of the adult lady and like isn't involved romantically she's like let's have a cook-off to see who can be the best wife and i'm like what what, what is happening and that's actually the cook-off happens and that's all part of the, the cook-off episode. happens but it then it ends when the hard ass shows up and starts a fight okay so i'm like okay ha- like every episode i watch i'm like half of this episode is baller, and then half of it is just garbage yeah shenanigans <laughs> Yeah, half of it is uh, Miroku from Inuyasha chasing girls around. Oh my god! And then the other wow. half is uh, what is it? Uh, the what's fights his with attack? Wind scar. Yeah, wind, wind tunnel. Scar. Wind tunnel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's so funny. I guess it's Inuyasha. <laughs> just Miroku. It's Miroku's story. It's just Miroku. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Except he fights with a sword instead of a staff and yeah. a hole in his hand. <laughs> wow. Um, that's but cool. yeah, that's pretty much it for oh, me this week. Since you mentioned Meliodas, I just want to say uh uh Seven Deadly Sins picked up again. Um they like, had a weird little stint in the middle with very poor animation and it looked like they cut budget, <laughs> but um I think now they they've gotten back into a, a groove and they're on to some they're getting to some some big plot points. Okay. Um, I, I there will be a probably a period of time where I finish Fairy Tale mm-hmm. and then I fit I pick up seven days again yeah yeah um fairy tale is good too i like i liked they were very I, conclusive i used to love fairy tale yeah they get straight to it there's no filler they hit every plot point you might have wanted answered and they end and it's it's great every anime should do that <laughs> i don't know why they don't um but yeah just wanted to say it's seven daily sins picking back up i I have a feeling though that they're gonna end on a huge cliffhanger this season and then next season might be the last one um because i think the manga is actually at the end i could be wrong about that but Hmm. yeah that's all Uh, i got so uh yeah unless uh tiz interrupts me here in the next couple of minutes (laughs) 
I think that brings us to interruption. The no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, what's the uh, objection? Objection. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> this brings us to the end of the episode, and I will bring back my <laughs> voice of introduction. Uh, but yeah, as like always, a creepy butler. Jalong like skeleton fingers. Gross. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh if you if you want to yell at us about something we talked about, uh if there's something that we talked about last week but didn't talk about this week and you want to hear more about it, or if you just want to yell at us, you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at SRClash underscore pod. Um, and always, 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 wherever you listen, please rate us, uh, please send out a comment, please, um, and we will shout you out, we as will. always. But until then, my pretties, uh, <laughs> hopefully soon we'll be talking to you about some Castlevania, uh, I, in the, in this law that I'm experiencing, I'll probably try to dig my heels in and do some research on some upcoming games, mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that next week. I really want to get, um, Fire Emblem on Switch interesting because i <laughs> no, nah, i hear it's like um it's got like the persona thing to it where like yeah. you kind of uh like the whole relationship and like not out of combat stuff which I oh love yeah about yeah persona. you're talking about three houses yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. There, I, I heard very good things about that i just don't know like i've never played a fire emblem game so it's like um what's the viking drawing you like oh it's like banner saga yeah that's how that's, yeah, that's what i've been told yeah yeah so, but yeah, I just have no connection to Fire the characters, characters and stuff. Yeah, so, I'm kind of. But I didn't, I didn't tell Banner Saga until I played it. So. Yeah, so you never know. But yeah, so hopefully we'll dig into some, we'll do some research on some upcoming stuff for sure. And we'll get back to you on that. But until then, guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> Peace out. Bye.